Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. This is the first actual in-person, and it's actually, it would be live if I had to turn the camera on to be on live. I am joined by an esteemed podcaster that I, I look up to in certain episodes, and in other episodes I look at him and we're kind of on par, but he's a little bit uh, step above me. He hosts the great show, Frankly Francisco is here with me. Oh. His show is... Frankly Francisco podcast. Please take it over real fast. How we doing, folks? This is Francisco from the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am excited to be here in person with Jera from uh, West Virginia Commonplace. Looking forward to this. This is uh, it's it's exciting, man. It's to be here with you sitting down having this conversation right now. All right. So the funny thing about this podcast is we're sitting inside the Mitsubishi Outlander, which everybody calls the uh, mailbox car. We're sitting outside of a McDonald's. This was our first meeting. This is like the first in person. A meeting I've done with a podcaster beyond seeing a podcaster when I was passing through uh, by Greyhound Station in Philadelphia. So uh, to start this off, everybody knows we do different banters. We've got different series. Uh, real quick, real fast for me, uh, Francisco, please plug everywhere where everyone can find you. That's our quick shameless plug, something we do on the show. So, I mean, I am on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Reddit, I'm on Tumblr. Uh, tw- uh, Twitter, I'm basically on YouTube, I'm on every social media platform you can think of, except for Medium and, uh, what is the one, the new big one now that everybody's on? Oh, uh, what is the new one? Uh, you're on TikTok, you're on Snapchat, uh, what is it? I don't know what the new one is right now. Uh, what is the new one? Hmm, that's a good question. But anyway, to keep going on with this show, uh, this is one of the shows that will be inside of the unfiltered series so we can just have candid conversation and it doesn't really matter what we're talking about but we're going to stay on point first part of this conversation uh, to the audience once again we're going to talk about uh his aspirations in podcasting uh some of the things that he's seen along the way and some of the things that he's learned because just like me we're both in the medium tier podcasting realm and um we both do question and answer podcasts for the audience that hasn't paid attention uh to either one of us and they're just listening now and if you have been listening definitely go check out his podcast his podcast released every saturday every saturday yes sir and uh he stays very continuous with his podcast uh can always um going down different avenues he just got done doing uh may is for music music is for may month and uh had a lot of exciting guests on there so let's go back to the very beginning uh what started you podcasting well, it's because I f- at first it was going to be a magazine. So it was going to be a magazine that I was going to do instead of uh, podcasting. But it was going to be harder for the magazine to get published and get seen by people and circulate. So I figured it was still going to be a magazine of interviewing people. And it was just going to be op-eds and things of that nature. But then I saw podcasting was big. And I saw people were getting into podcasting. And I talked to people for a living. So I figured, hey, this might be a, a good realm of possibility for me to go into. Okay, okay, and I like that answer because, you know, you're telling a story of how you decided that you were getting to this. So, you think about podcasting. What is the first thing you do to get yourself ready to podcast? Well, me, honestly, I listen to music. That's the first thing that puts me in the mindset right before an interview. Uh, it gets me going. My favorite song is actually from Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness. I listen to that song every single time before I start a podcast because it just gets me going and pumps me up. Okay. Okay. Now, going on a step deeper, you get inside podcasting, uh, you decide on what equipment you're going to use. So what equipment did you start out with? Well, the equipment that I started out with and I'm still using to this day is I have a AudioBox 96 from Personas. Uh, it has everything I need, basically. Um, I have two mics that I use. 
pop filters. The mic is a Samsung mic. It's a, a dynamic mic, not a condenser mic. And I've just been using that in uh, my computer. Okay. So what deterred you from going out here and grabbing a Rodecaster or doing like my Legion, grabbing Yetis and just getting on the mic? Because everybody does the Yeti. All I ever saw was Yetis. All I ever see is people on Yetis or people on... Uh, um, uh, the, I forget the name of the, the other one, the Rodecaster. Yeah. I, I didn't want to do that. I want to be different. You know, I wanted my sound to be different. So with the Samsung mics, my sound still comes out nice and crisp. It may not be as professional as these mics that are, you know, five or six hundred dollars. My mic only cost me six to nine bucks, and it's been it's been doing fine for me since I've had it. And it gets you notoriety and attention because, like I said, um, I am a late adapter because I was a champion of the Yeti mic for so long. I have moved over to a whole different recording apparatus, which we're recording on now. And it's given us the live aspect of recording, which I'll eventually put some XLR mics and different things on it, maybe. You know, or if someone has her and they can bring them. Uh, that's a hint to any guests later. And uh, basically, so, so you get your setup, you get everything going, you put out your first episode. First episode uh, gives you a certain amount of audience, and we never want to worry about the number we get initially off the first episode, the second, the third, the mm -hmm. fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth. But when you got to your tenth episode... What was the feeling like when you were still podcasting at episode number 10 and you could see a rise or a, a fall? How did that feel? Well, it, I mean, it felt well. My first episode got 500 downloads, but after that, it dropped off a hill because it all depends. I, I believe it all depends on who you interview and if that person you're interviewing is actually spreading the podcast around. But after that, it dropped off a hill. So I didn't get too excited. I was happy to get past my seventh episode because we, we know after seven episodes, most podcasts fails. But once I got to my my tenth episode and I saw that it was I had a, a steady, it was only ten downloads. People were, but it was steady ten downloads the the entire time from, you know, from episode one to episode ten. Okay, and, and that's a good thing there because like sometimes the success like me and you speak, spoken privately like it's in podcasting it's variables. It's when you put it out, how you put it out, the advertising and the promotion behind it advertising is that singular thing that we do as podcasters the promotion is the joint effort between you the guest and whoever else is in charge of doing the promoting if you got a second person or if you got other people or if it's just you you have to do all that because um, sometimes guests don't uh, do all that and that's something that i do have in an episode called podcast reciprocity one thing i do want to say to guests in general and just in nature if you promote and you're promoting with the podcaster at the same time, it goes full circle. It works for everybody. So, I'm going to take a question. This is vintage. This comes from Podcast Collide that I like to ask everybody. So, we've heard about the the rise in action of what you're doing. We've heard about just a bit of the climax. Mm -hmm. But what is your major disappointment in podcasting? My major disappointment is is people don't promote is you you the whole point of podcasting for me is is I want to shine a light on people who are talented. I want to give people that spotlight that wouldn't normally get it. But if that other person is not doing their part and I'm the one doing all the work, it's not beneficial to either of us because it is just going to go out into the ether and not <laughs> not get heard or seen. So I think that's been the biggest toughest point and the biggest thing for me biggest disappointment is people not doing their part. All right, and I can understand that cuz sometimes I get certain guests, and I'm like, man, this dude's about to put me in the next echelon, and it don't happen. I, I get less, and I'll say this, in my dealing with semi-famous people or whatever you want to call them, popular people, 
if I put on a lesser known guest, I get better downloads than I do with someone that has any type of popularity. And hopefully that changes because we're in different uh, social media aspects. It was when we first started out or when we got to the middle of podcasting, exactly where I heard about you, Instagram was very thriving. TikTok has always been on the rise. That's the rising um, platform for everything. So I'm not speaking on that right now. But to you, has there been a change in the landscape in Instagram from when you started till now? Yeah, there is. It's, it seems like all my followers are other podcasters. Uh, and I mean, that's cool, but it's not not the target audience that I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get non-podcasters uh, to follow me because they're the stories that I want to tell. So if I can get somebody that's a, a guest, uh, a listener, or uh, somebody that's following me, maybe they have a, a story to tell. Maybe they have a business they want to plug. It's 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 hard. You can't. It's hard to build a brand without buying uh, buying followers because that's what a lot of these you know a lot of these podcasters do. They buy followers and they get big, and it's not really authentic. I listen. If it takes me a while to build my my audience, it's going to take me a while. But I, I don't see. I really don't see IG on the on the uptrend. I see it on the downtrend. And and I can wholeheartedly agree with that because. The reels, yes, because that, that's the it's a competitor to TikTok, and to me, Instagram was always like a, a storefront. It had it or a billboard. It has a nice facing on one side, but then there's an ugly side that rears its head that people don't get to talk about. And the thing that I, that I'll talk about of this, and this is something I haven't mentioned before, I've actually been blocked out of doing certain type of content in my stories. I've been blocked where I can't create it. I can just post pictures like sometimes, and then I've even noticed with Spotify where I do everybody's episode. Like if I get a chance to listen to your episode tomorrow. I will put it out Saturday, so I'll listen to it Sunday. And even this week, I've had some where they blocked certain podcasts that I couldn't share them. So I've noticed wow. some, some changes there. Now, let's get inside your podcast. Uh, you've been developing it, you've been retooling it, and you've been doing different things with it. Um, what would you consider the best overhaul you've done with your podcast from the time that you started? It's just developing the verbiage, just doing a better job of the verbiage, coming up with catchphrases. So one of the biggest things that that I learned from actually from you, um, and I give you a lot of credit for this because you've been actually a mentor because you've been in this longer than I have, is catchphrases. So I've come up with my catchphrases. So if you listen to my my podcast, you always hear that's a beautiful thing. Um, what is your biggest pain point when it comes to what you're doing? And the one that I end with now is no matter what anybody tells you, if you found, uh, if you found your, uh, purpose, live it. So th those are the biggest things that I've found that I've added to the show. So to show consistency. Okay. Okay. Now we can definitely go with that. Now, if you could, can you hear anything? No. No, are you recording? I was just playing. During the podcast, and uh, you've done this and that, retold your show, and now you're at the point where everybody gets with podcasting. You got a good feel for it. You got a mastery of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I go back to professional wrestling because I do a lot of antics with that, and sometimes that bothers people. But there's one wrestler in particular named Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho states that he's the best in the world at what he does. And that's something that I try to imply to people. I'm like, you're the best at what you do in the world, not what I'm doing or what uh, what Terry or Jimmy's doing down the road. So with podcasting now, you've got a feel for the things that you didn't have a feel for previously. And what were the things that you didn't have a, a feel for previously? Like what is different about Francisco today than Francisco a few months ago? Getting people to get on the show. That, that was the biggest, the hardest thing for me to do. It was like pulling teeth. 
people who I would try to get on the show would blow me off. They they wouldn't want to come on the show. Now, after being on and people hearing me um, and going to some of these places, it's, now they're just coming in droves now. It's been a lot easier for me to speak to people. It's been a lot easier for me to have conversations. That has that has been the, one of the biggest things, too. Okay. And um, my little thing that I always like to ask other podcasters, and sometimes I do it in our pre-call, but we didn't do a pre-call. We sat down, you ate yeah. lunch, and we were drinking all <laughs> drinks. So... Um, have you done like any healing through podcasting? Because I tell you this, this is what I do. Sometimes I'll find a certain specific life coach or something or some kind of therapist because I can get some quick stuff off my chest to them and I ain't got to pay for it. Yeah. So for me, no. For me, it's, I've, I've had healing on my own. I have solo podcasts. So the solo podcast, one of them that I did is is when I was talking about the sacrifices that I had to make when I moved down to South Carolina, I had to sleep in my car for three months. It's, you know, paying the price, you know what I mean? And it, who's willing to pay for the price? And that was that was me venting. I think sometimes for me it's easier to do the solo podcast to vent than it is to actually speak to, a th- like, someone who's a therapist because I'm going to ask questions. But for myself to get stuff out is easier for me just to talk to myself on the camera than it is to talk to another guest about stuff that's going on with me personally. Okay, that's a good spin to it. Now, we're doing these intimate episodes, uh, and like I said, we're not tracking numbers or nothing like that. Did you notice a little bit more fan interaction when it came towards you doing the personal episode to the other one? No, they, they, it's pretty much the same. Downloads have been the same. Interactions, it's, it's, it's been the same. It hasn't been, like I said, most of my followers on IG are podcasters. And, you know, we all, like, try to support each other. The community is a tight-knit community. But um, as far as, uh, you know, outside influences, like, uh, people that interaction-wise, no, I haven't really seen a shift or a change to that. And, and I think, like, that's one thing, like, in this whole podcasting thing, I wish someone would explain on, on, a, on a standard front, because even I didn't get it until maybe four months ago. you got to actually have a place to meet your podcast, I mean, meet your, get your fans. And I thought with having the TikTok, having the Instagram, having the Snapchat, without the mailing list, I could meet my podcast or some, I mean, meet my audience somewhere. Then you learn about the different little voicemail things that they can do. You get a Google number so you can keep up with the times. And the Google number and the verbal, which I use, are the only ways that I have a place that my fans can actually meet me at the door. And I found that even with Instagram and doing TikTok interactions, TikTok's starting to get flooded out with the podcasters. Yeah, TikTok is starting to get... So my TikTok, I usually... At first, I was only averaging like 100 views. Now, um, and I was promoting through TikTok for a while. It's, you know, it's $5 for, you know, for 24 hours to promote. But then when I stopped promoting and I stopped putting money into it, obviously the algorithm changes. But now I'm starting to see an uptick in some of my videos. Now they're going 700, 800 views now in the algorithm. So just staying consistent, you'll build that, you'll build that up. You just have to be consistent. My videos come out every week, no matter what. Okay. Now, what has happened to you inside of the Facebook arena? Facebook has been... Noel and dormant for me it is just a place that my friends that halfway listen because i got like 10 that listen good and religiously and i thank you guys um but outside of that people that interact with it once again for me it's other podcasters that i normally don't talk to on other platforms so facebook is a little bit of a a tricky situation because meta right now um meta is a place where i'm probably going to start advertising again because with meta uh it's huge. It's still going to be huge. It's a dollar a day to advertise with, with Facebook. So, uh, I still post my stuff on there. I, you know, I don't have, my page only has about 55 or 75 followers on there, 
but I still post religiously. I'm still constantly posting on there. That doesn't stop. It's you know where my actually you know where my biggest views are. To be honest with you, out of everything, believe it or not, is Reddit. Wow. Oh yeah, because when you move it over there in the bots and everything, move stuff around. That SEO that you build up, that no one ever wants to talk about. So yeah. Reddit is the biggest. Like my downloads are, you know, the, not downloads, but views is like 68, 70. Like I'm getting views that I'm not getting on IG. Besides TikTok, because you know TikTok, you can get 60 views easy on TikTok, but. As, as Reddit has been, it's been consistently, you know, on the uptick with, with Reddit. Because, you know, you have your own room, basically. You have mm-hmm. your own subreddit. And people are going in there and watching the videos. Okay. And that's a good move for other podcasters. Definitely do that. Because I speak about Reddit and, and Circles, too. The one thing I liked about it is I joined R Podcasting, which is one of them. And that's where I learned about the editor sometimes. Because I got some shows that were just garbage. <laughs> and I had to drop them off to uh, my favorite European guy, um, Erlach. Erlach, I wish I had your contact information now because I'd probably get you for another episode or two. But Erlach needed him for his uh, portfolio. Ah. So he said, I'll do 10 episodes. Wow. For free. Awesome. So that worked for me there. Now let's dig into some bigger things. Uh, we all have announcements and different things that we're, we got going on in the future with our podcasting. Um, some of us are going to different platforms with recording. Um, anybody that has been following what I'm doing lately, we are trying to move away from Zoom. Zoom was very great during the pandemic. It has worked on different levels, but the guest audio has always been compromised for everyone. I don't care if it's uh, Melvin E. doing his show or anybody that's lower. And uh, with picking different flat platforms, you know, you got to test this and that. So um, what are your thoughts on Zoom and trying to use something else? Or I, I want to switch away from Zoom because a lot of my issues with my show uh, volume-wise and Audio-wise, has to do with the guest audio, not mine. So my audio is crisp that comes in, but a lot of people on the other end don't realize that they're popping, don't realize that they're moving around too much, or they, they might be using the wrong type of mic for the conversation without having the correct padding in the room, and it creates echoes. So I'm trying to move away from Zoom, or what I'm trying to do is, even if I have to do it on Zoom, because most people do use Zoom, I want to get a, a program, a computer program, that's going to be able to clean it up better than, than what I can use right now. Okay. Now, before we jump off here, because we don't want to keep it too long, because yeah. the crazy thing is, is we're sitting in a car to keep silence uh, out, because we were going to do it at McDonald's, but I didn't know McDonald's freaking plays music louder than hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and good thing to my co-host Stacy on that one, because she's like, don't go to McDonald's. But I was just like, man, we could use McDonald's, and it didn't work. So we're sitting in a car hotboxing right now. <laughs> so so real quick, uh, here's a, the the biggest conversation that uh, everyone wants to have with you when they have you on the podcast. You're Hispanic. Puerto Rican, yes. Puerto Rican, yes. Yeah. So you're Puerto Rican. So here, here's the deal. Has anything damaged or hurt you in podcasting because of your ethnicity? No, not right now, no. Because you know what? I, I, don't, I don't project it a lot. You know, I, I have a couple episodes where I talk about my heritage. But I'm not, you know, and I and I, I was hashtagging that for a while. I was hashtag Hispanic, uh, Hispanic podcaster. But I don't want to use that angle. And, and, you know, a lot of people said I should because I'm a minority and I can put, because I go to a different, a, a broader audience. But I don't want to be boxed in like that. I want everybody to come on the show because they want to come on the show. I don't want them to come on the show because I'm I'm Hispanic. I don't want just Hispanic guests. I don't want just white guests or black guests. I want everybody to be able to come on the show. It's an open platform. If you, I want you to feel comfortable when you come on the show. So it doesn't matter what color you are. And it shouldn't matter that, that I am Hispanic. It shouldn't matter that I have to hashtag it. I don't want to do that. I stopped doing that 
because of that. Right, and that was my whole deal with the whole black podcasting thing. I'm not going to do that. We're USB ports. Everybody, we can hook up to any computer, any person on Earth, and do a freaking episode. Now, real quick here, this is one thing that I do for everybody, and it's a quick testament of who you are, and then I'll give you the floor of the in the show. Um, Francisco, this is the greatest thing that I could have been able to do, and I thank you for coming through Parkersburg. He came to my hometown, which y'all know I got 40 hometowns, but this is my new hometown. Uh, shout out to Wark County and uh, the Tigers out there also. I just want to throw that out there because that's the county I actually reside in. I do not stay in Wood County. Um, so here it is. Here's a testament to who you are. You are more than a student of podcasts, and you're a general inside podcasts, and you're the teacher now. You could go off and make your own course if you took some time and did it. Um, it's very hard to get out here and be studious and take the time to learn how to podcast. Everybody thinks you can just get on a mic and blab, blah, 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 blah. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to take time and look at the full circle. It's as simple as looking at a hashtag and looking at niche podcast RSS apps and figuring out, like you have, that there's one that will pull in a certain type of audience. Um, and it's sometimes taking micro advice from people and putting it all together on one thing. And that's one thing that you do good. If you ever decide to go into consultant or something like that, you can do that because you took everyone's advice and different parts of things, assimilated it to what you needed and you made it yours. That is so hard to do in podcasting. So I want to thank you for that. And thank you for consistently bringing a great product out in podcasting because it's very hard because you could get slapstick happy and just do comedy or do baby's mama drama or do relationships, but nah. No, I, I like to keep it. I, I like to keep it different. It, it, speaking of which, uh, a lot of this has to do because of you, though. It's because of learning from you, learning techniques from you that I know because you've been in the game longer than I have. And it's you know I, I had the gift of gab, but I needed to clean up. Uh, needed to clean up on how I did things uh, podcasting wise. And matter of fact, I just sat down with uh, um, Jonathan Stewart, uh, the ex Carolina uh, Panthers uh, running back. And we had a good conversation because he's getting ready to come get, might be thinking about getting into podcast. So I said, I gave him some pointers on, you know, what to do. And he was surprised. He like, he gave me a look like, like, why would you help me? And I told him, I said, listen, it doesn't matter if you're an athlete, an actor. Yes. It, is your audience going to be bigger than mine? Uh, yes. Because you already have a built in fan base, fan base. But I told him, I said, that's the beauty of it though. Make your money. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to hate on you. And he, I mean, he was happy. Like he, he, you know, he grabbed all my information you know what I mean? It was a good thing that I can pass that on to somebody else that's interested. Okay. And, and that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear in podcasts, the good, positive things. And any of the negative stuff, if, if we ever have anything that's an outtake or something like that, we'll do that on a live sometime. Um, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And the next big thing is I need you to plug everywhere you're at. And then here's the greatest thing. If you have a venture that's coming out soon and it's something that you can announce, feel free to say it at the end, too. So go ahead. So right now uh, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I am on Reddit. I am on Tumblr, Facebook, uh, IG, obviously. Uh, I am working on some stuff right now. Uh, I'm trying to get on TV. So it's I'm trying to keep that close to the vest. I'm not going to get too much detail on that, but it's something I, that if it comes through for me, it's going to be you know, game changer for myself you know, and it, it, other people as well because I want to bring people along for the ride that's been there since the beginning. So, Okay, and I thank you for that. And once again, you can check us out on... Uh, and I don't do the www dot anymore because Stacy says I don't do enough W's. West Virginia and Commonplace dot com. If you need consultant needs, need any help, want to buy merchandise, uh, want to support the show, you can join there. Um, crazy thing that's just happened is we launched our Mailchimp launch page uh, today, so that's up and that gives you a direct uh, way to everything. Um, so basically, uh, in a nutshell, you can find us anywhere. 
Um, get on Instagram, interact, uh, engagement. Engagement is the biggest key to keeping podcasts around and so they don't fade. And on that note, I'm signing off.